welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but them views, they are amazing. here to do go ahead little pd just let him have it nothing <laughs> baby steps ladies and gentlemen welcome to the 13th floor we are live here with uh my young man kellen uh thank you all for listening with the furniture isn't always the best but the views are amazing we got the unbearable one up top this week what's happening what's going on i am here Fresh off, so fresh off of trying to transition to another state once again. Once again, on the road again, man. Can you stop breaking stuff, man? Jeez. Hey, just sit still. Stop touching stuff. Kids, man. Kids. BJ, what's going on? All good, man. That is. I, forgot, I forgot today was Tuesday. Let's get ready to jump, jump into this. Man, me and Art was just talking about it, man. We was like, man, is it Thursday, Friday? Just like, right. I was thinking it was Monday, and then I wasn't even looking at the time, brother. But we here, let's go, let's roll. Yeah, man, that time change on you. Nine o'clock, man. All right, what's happening, man? How you feeling? Uh, I'm good, man. I like, like BJ said, I, I thought it was next week. I didn't think it was even like <laughs> a day or so away. Um, so it kind of got real crazy, but um. You know what? I'm I'm good. I'm happy. I got a chance to uh, to bomb my brother uh, for a couple of days, which is pretty awesome. You know, the boys got to hang out together. Um, nothing mm -hmm. like having those two just really enjoy themselves and, and be cool. So, uh, yeah, man, it was it was good, man. It was real good. Uh, but before you go on, since we're in the beginning of the podcast, if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe, like, follow us. It's awesome. We're growing. We need you there. If you like what you're seeing, subscribe. And share the podcast, man. We are growing. As Art said, we are now live on iHeartRadio. So let all your friends and your family know they can get the podcast there as well. And all of the regulars, you know, Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple iTunes. And he already shouted out to YouTube and the Vimeo, man. Check us out. Follow us, like us, share us. The unbearable one. I'm coming back to you, man. So you talked about the transition. You on the road again, going from Chicago down to the ATL shot. Down to ATL, shoddy. Yeah, man. Um, you know, just doing what I normally do. Somebody uh, crowned me the um, Olivia Pope of CarMax the other day. <laughs> <laughs> We've been yeah, saying this for how long now? <laughs> right, right, right. We've been saying for a long, for a long time. Uh, but yeah, man, going on to, you know, another endeavor 
um, to impact more people and hopefully make more people happy. Um, hopefully make myself happy. I'm definitely gonna make myself happy regardless. I was um, gonna say that, yeah, we gotta, we gotta mm -hmm. fix that. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna make myself happy. That's, that's first priority for this move, mm -hmm. um, for sure. But I, I'll tell you what, man, there was some interesting adventures um, in Atlanta for those five days. Um, if it's gonna be anything like that, I'm gonna have a great time. Uh, <laughs> Because there's just so many interesting things that occurred while I was there. Every time, every time I left Art's house, it just seemed like there was something comical going on. So um, I'm looking <laughs> forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward shout to it. Shout out to the hustler at the Juicy Crab um, that was trying to tell me that she went from, um, you know, selling um, bracelets to six figures. And she had um, a couple books with her that she was trying to sell that you know, all her tips to, to the trade and, and, and how to get to six figures was there for any person looking to leave their nine to five or, you know, just do better at their business. You know, she was out there in, in, in what looked like, you know, that robe looking thing that the ladies wear these days that, you know, it's cool and they wear it out and about. And the sundress? And some, no, not a sundress, man. It's a little like robe looking thing that they put on like over it. You know, with like jeans. Oh, I think I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. a little shawl-looking thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, you know, she had on some some bedroom slippers. Um, trying to tell me about her six figures, but she was out in front of the juicy crab, um, trying to sell her books. So you know me, I called her bluff, and I was like, okay, you know what? I want to support you. Let me get a case. She's like a case, a case of books. Yeah, a case of books. Oh, I, I don't have that. I, I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't, but I tell you what, here's, here's $7. Good luck. And she told me she's been doing this. She's traveling worldwide doing this. So, but I haven't mm -hmm. run into her uh, at the Juicy Crab. Hey, man, you know, it starts here. All it's right, ladies and gentlemen, it starts here. Ain't no telling where that young lady is going to be in 2020. Time and place, baby. It's about time and place. Exactly. What was her, uh, what was her, her tip? Did she leave you any tip? No, she didn't leave me any tips. I had to buy the book to get the tips. Oh, I thought she might have gave you a little gem. You know how they kind of like give you the, the the hook to get you get you going. Seven dollars worth of tip, at least. Seven dollars worth. Yeah, she she should have gave me something for seven dollars, right? Right, right, right. What was the title of the book? I don't know, man. I thought you bought it. No, no I you bought a case. <laughs> I'm trying to buy a case. No, because if, if you're world renowned, you gotta come prepared. Yeah, <laughs> world travel all over the world. What? Teaching people how to do what you do, and you only got two books with you. Hey, I'm just know. saying, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not hating on the person. Just you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna hustle, you know, hustle right. Yes, hustle yeah. right, hustle hard, ain't it? Hustle like Beyonce. That's what you should hustle like. That young lady's on. Uh, that woman is on fire right now. Um, if you hadn't got a chance, well, I know half the world has to have seen it by now. Uh, Black is King, shown on Disney Plus. I thought it was amazing. I thought uh, Beyonce did a whole lot for African American Black folk uh, that align with that heritage. Um, not just men, but them in general, uh, but the people in general. But uh, for men, I definitely think that it was uh, for me uh, a revitalization, a re revitalizing moment. Um, I felt refreshed felt empowered, not that she told me anything that I didn't already know, but to see her depict the whole journey through manhood, um, 
through song, dance, and sprinkling in a little bit of the Lion King here and there. I thought it was pretty amazing, man. I think, um, you know, it's it's a lot of messages in there. I think we'll get into some of them. But um, off the top, I think, you know, the biggest one that, you know, flowed throughout is, you know, remembering who you are. And I think that, you know, as men, we are continuing this maturation process and times are changing. And I think the focus is, <clears throat> excuse me, less on uh, women in certain regards. And, you know, we're trying to shift into the front of things and leading more causes. I think, uh, you know, it was right on time to instill some of that purpose and drive and enthusiasm into some of our younger men or men in general. But that's just my initial take on it. I think you're, I think you're, you're good. I mean, she's known for one, um, being pro-black and ensuring that the message is out there. She doesn't do it as far as the normal, like I'm going to put it on blast. She does a lot of things behind the scenes, which is what she does, which I think is more powerful than anything because you're literally um, just doing what you do and make it happen because you want to. But she's always also known strongly for one women and, and up in the women. But this time she got a chance to show like the male, not male view, but she got to praise the male. And I think that that was cool because the entire story, I mean, even though it's from a Lion King view and the view of Simba and the whole thing there, like bringing that to a young black boy going to a man was pretty cool. Um, to see that story in the human form versus in the Lion King, even though there were some scenes that were kind of crazy that I loved um, that brought in Lion King, but it was pretty awesome. So yeah, so I, I definitely give her kudos for that. It was good, visually amazing. Um, and it had a good storyboard. I'm not sure why people are bashing her, for the blackest king thing, because she's not trying to say anything about religion. Um, but you know, people got to pull what they pull, no matter what, to try to knock people down who push up um, the culture. That's interesting. I hadn't heard that side of it. Oh, yeah, a lot of it. I haven't What's heard the... anything negative about religion or anything like that come out of it. So the one thing I can say again, watched it. Um, it's cool. I mean, I, I can't say I'm like overly excited. Um, about it or about what I saw. I mean, it's a work of art. I mean, art it is its own interpretation, song, dance, the colors used in it, the the journey of the young man as he grow old. But again, even the reason why I even tune into it, because if I hadn't really heard about it a lot that day, I probably wouldn't even, and it was, we were sitting out here waiting to see what the storm was going to do on Saturday. I probably wouldn't even turn it on, honestly. Um, but because I did, it was really because I saw all the responses to it on um instagram or facebook things like that but all of those those responses were from women um talking about how they feel it spoke to them and spoke to young girls so it's a totally different takeaway again art is supposed to be what you take from it right so yeah. it's a total different perspective a total different feeling of of what i see um friends with daughters and they're, they were excited that, the again, the um, brown skin girl was part of it again. They highlighted that a lot. They did a whole bunch of things, but it was really about the women being empowered through that. Nobody that I saw that day talked about the man. I was confused when I saw it. I saw this young guy growing up. I'm like, nobody was talking about this the entire time. So I wanted to see something and then see, watch it with my daughter um, so I can get an idea of what was going on. And then I'm seeing this. I was trying to get the comparison. I, somehow, somewhere, lost the translation. Everybody got what they needed from it, I guess. Um, but for me, overall, it was it was cool. It wasn't anything I was like gonna go back and watch again. Though, to be honest with you. 
Ah. So that's, that's interesting. Allow yeah, me especially take, I, I've watched it like twice already. Allow me to take you all on a journey. There are a few movies that you had to watch to probably get my perspective. Those movies are Yes, Lion King. However, I feel like that was just a vessel and a backdrop and a cover for it to get on Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, you had to watch The Matrix. You had to watch Get Out. And you also had to watch Watchmen on Netflix. Or was that HBO? HBO. HBO. That was HBO. Okay. So everybody watch Watchmen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, Brett did not watch The Watchmen. But I think the message in this whole little Beyonce movie was that we are gods and we are descendant of God. And if you watch the chronological order of it, it was kind of suggesting that you start with the men, but in order to reach that highest level, you need a bond between man and woman. Because if you look at it, it went men, then it went women, then it went together, and it mm -hmm. ended together with the boy and the girl that she was saying, you all hold the key, mm -hmm. right? And if you look at it, in the very beginning and throughout, they kept flashing the blue guy, yes. synonymous with Mr. Manhattan, who people looked at as a god because of what he could do. And then if you look at all the scenes that had the blue guy or blue people, they were like ascended into something else. And then even if you look at Beyonce, she had the blue stripes on her, which means that she was ascending to a higher level, right? If you look through it, there were parts where they were following the little boy and there were even other people. And then that guy would appear and he would clang his rings together. And that was meant that you were going into the sunken place. And if you look at the scenes right after that, it looked like you were experiencing things that you shouldn't have been experiencing or fallen into influence. Um, the matrix part was in the very beginning of the movie, right after they looked at the little boy and then they transitioned to this all white scene, which means you were entering the matrix, which is the world now trying to make us um, believe that we're less than what we actually are. And it, it kind of kept reinforcing that. And then started asking you, who are you? So to me, this was a very um, intelligent and well-placed message within the backdrop of the Lion King that had so many more messages to it about who we actually are and us getting back to that. And I could take you down a whole road that I don't even know if y'all are ready to go on and listen, the listeners are going to talk about I'm crazy, but you know, if you, if you, if you really think about it and after I watched it, I was thinking, what if, we were originally not from this planet, like black people. It's a conversation we have in certain circles all the time. Um, maybe that we, we not, not that we aren't from this planet, but the beings that got us here are not from this planet. And I mean, like she said in the beginning, the celestial beings or whatever, and they even shoot you out of the star, out of the star, out of the stars. Yes. Um, in the beginning of it. So, you know, all of those signs are there. And I'm really glad because the blue, the blue man, was the one piece that I really struggled with connecting in the entire um, in the entire uh, uh, visual album. I couldn't figure out what his place was, and you just you really watch. connected. You gotta that watch Watchmen. Form. If you watch Watchmen, um, 
you'll understand the blue guy, at least from my perspective, because the blue guy ended up being, you know, he was a alien, if you will, and they were trying to capture him because of all the things that he could do. And some people looked at him as a god um, and all types of things. Um, so, yeah, it, like the connections to other movies was just, it was interesting to me. And I don't know if it was done intentionally, but to me, it seemed like it was intentional. I think it was very, I think every piece of this was, was very intentional from the art, the artistry and the exposure of everything, plus the narration that connected you, connected the dots between scenes. You talked about, you know, us being gods. Mm -hmm. There's a narrative, there's a narrative for that in somewhere in the middle of the, uh, in the middle of the video. Yeah. Um, and, and, and if you think about, think about every movie you've ever seen that involves people with powers or, you know, aliens, they always want to experiment on them. They want to enslave them. Um, they want to use them to their benefit. And if you look at history, history and time, it, it would always, mm -hmm. you, you just see that theme. And if you look at how our, how our people have been treated, um, look, everybody wants to benefit from our gifts and the things that we can do that nobody else can do. So it just makes you wonder, hmm, you know, was the goal to enslave us, use our abilities, um, kind of conquer us. And the truth is probably out there somewhere. I'm sure somebody knows it. And it's just very interesting on, on the part of the Carters, the Carters to, to even do this. So it was no surprise to me, BJ, when you said, or who was it? Yeah, it was BJ that was talking about the, the religion piece. That was me. Yeah. Oh, that was you art. Yeah. Yeah. The religion piece, because yeah, if you look at like modern day religion or, or the religion that talks about, you know, the white Jesus and everything. Yeah. It, it, it would be, it, it, it would make some people upset. Mm -hmm. Uncomfortable. I, I can see that, but I think yep. it's, um, it's important that people, at least here and are exposed to it because then you start asking questions. Um, the reason that a lot of this spoke so uh, strongly to me is because of that journey of getting back to who you are. Um, you know, I've been reading a lot of an ancestral writings. I've been reading a lot about, about Ethiopia. Um, I'm looking into Akhenaten and some of the ancient Egyptian civilizations. I'm gonna eventually get to the Book of the Dead and some of the origins where uh, religions have been, you know, pieces of religions have been pulled from. And as you start looking into these things and you start realizing all of the information that was either kept away from you or you just hadn't learned because you just couldn't, you didn't have access at some point. Once you start seeing these things and you, 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 you get your, your spirit begins to awaken. And I think it's very important um, that this it was very important for her to put this out, especially at this point in time, because we are in that awakening moment and that shift, that paradigm shift within culture. Um, so it couldn't have come at a better time. And I mean, she's had like the last couple of her albums have been visual albums and they've all been very vivid and very, um, um, very great artistic expressions of whatever, you know, the mood quote unquote was at the time. This one, you know, it's just like, I think Art, you said it, you know, another great thing from Beyonce. You know, you don't expect anything less, but my God, when it hits home like that, 
and, and it's just like um like i said it's just like it, it's it's like confirmation for things that you already know you know what i'm saying it's not like you know it's it's, it's earth shattering but it to me it's just more of a push forward. You know what I'm saying? You're on the right path. You, you, you're doing the right things. Keep going because this is what we're here for. This is who you are. Yeah. You know, it's just funny. And I don't think everyone notices it because it's going on and it's, it's just so subtle. But I remember coming into 2020, they were talking about you know, there's going to be a frequency change and things are going to happen at a higher frequency and vibrations and, and all types of stuff. I think all these types of things that we're seeing are just um, pieces of that uh, transition and that movement. And then something like COVID comes along and throws everybody off and everybody's like, oh man, 2020 is a bust and blah, blah, blah. And I think we're just at the beginning of this thing and seeing stuff like this and you know, all of a sudden, I think music is changing a little bit and you're hearing a different message. And it's just interesting to watch this and to see what happens. And I really just hope that people can see beyond the, you know, oh, this is about women. No, I think this is about us. It's not just about men. It's not just about women. It's about us. And I think people need to stop watching things just for entertainment and start watching things for edutainment because you can get educated by the things that you are entertained by. But if you just look at it to see the new dance or, you know, the outfits, then you, you might miss a whole nother part of what was going on. I, Chris, and I know we're talking about, about B and everything here, but you brought up a good point that music is changing because I'm starting to hear more and more and other artistry, music, R&B, rap, you know, whatever it may be, trap, whatever, all the kinds of music. You're hearing stories now about what you can do to change, how you can change, what they've been through. It's not just about the normal, normal sex, money, drugs process. It's actually now like what's happening in stores and what's happening in the environment, what they're doing to get out of this or how, you know, they're fighting injustice. And it's subtle. It's not the whole song. It's like a verse of the song, but it's also hitting behind an awesome beat. So you're going to listen to the music now, and you're right, Kay. It is definitely changing for the better. Back and to the 80s. And, and we're just going back to, to our roots, right? Like yep. our, our music always had some type of message in it that was just for us. And it'll be interesting to see if people start responding and, and what happens from here. But I'm excited for it. I welcome it. Very excited. Uh, let me get you guys' thoughts. What do y'all think about the, the balancing of good and evil, that conversation um, or narrate, narrative portion uh, from, the, from, from Black is King? Um, and basically, just in synopsis, you know, they were talking about nothing is complete on its own. There's an ongoing exchange of what we call good and we call evil, but it's not always a battle, but just a conversation. Um, I thought that was... Um, I thought that was it was really deep uh, because there's an internal component to it and there's an external component to it. And the external is, you know, completely visible, you know, but what we battle within ourselves as far as good and evil. And you saw it in the Hakuna Matata years that they kind of showed with the young man and him when he got to clicking the rings together mm -hmm. and everything. And, you know, what is really what's good for him versus what's bad for him. But in the grand scheme of things, how they all have to coexist, you know, you can't have one without the other. I mean, well, from 
from the video from the the video when I saw it did make sense because that was there were so many triggers that could have seen there was a whole jealousy process and did all those things like that. Um, but there was a balance between good and evil. I mean, it, 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 unfortunately, you can't have all good and you can't have all evil. Um, but yeah, man, I think uh, on the lighter side of things, um, I love Jay Z's entrance um, and the way he came in and the Bentley feet up and everything i thought they were at that point i thought they were playing closer to the movie um i didn't know exactly which character he was supposed to be whether it was going to be like a rafiki or the simba older or whatever um but just that entry into the situation that that king king like uh presence man this is it, it was it was I don't know. It was it was funny because you know you see Jay and he's got the hair going and he's just so cool with everything. It's like you know I'm I'm hold. You know what I'm saying? Again, this god like figure and he walks with that that air around them. It was just such an example of what we you know should aim to be in our you know in our existences. I I don't I don't know if he's playing character or just just playing you know a, a leader of the tribe that they were going through. Um, I mean, yeah, Jay is going to give dominance and show show who he is. And, and you know, it was always good to have that the strong presence in there. And it was very happy to see him in, in there because that made that made all the difference uh, to me. It's a small, small deal, but that was pretty awesome to see him be there and, and lay that verse down for it, even though it's a, you know, it's an old track from the Lion King soundtrack. But it was strong. I mean, he, he came in as he was. Like, there was no, there's no, nothing between. He just came in there as he was, not... I mean, unfiltered, completely, completely raw, and it was great. So, uh, yeah, we need more of those those popping figures that just lay the track, lay the verse, and then kind of go on from there. So, I don't know. So, again, intentional. Um, I think it was just a, hey, look how busy I am and what I'm doing, but let me show you all how you can do what you do and still pay reverence to the other person that you're involved in, right? Mm -hmm. um, so he comes and all of a sudden, she's not with everybody, she's with him. They're eating, they're enjoying the fruits of their labor um, and all of that good stuff. And then, you know, after that moment is done, she gets right back into it. So yeah. it was almost like, a, hey, let me show you how to incorporate, you know, like I know we wanna go out there and represent and do our thing and, and women's empowerment, but don't forget about our men. Right. Yeah. It's just a chill moment, man. Like even that laugh, like when she chuckled on the on screen, like I died laughing. Like it was just so so funny to me because it was just um it's 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 just a moment, you know, a regular moment, you know, for them. They kind of come off of the high horse of being Beyonce and Jay Z to show you that they they have this, you know, seemingly regular quote unquote existence, you know. And they were eating, what was he eating? Cereal? Was he eating cereal? <laughs> I think he was eating cereal. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know. Right? <laughs> uh, cereal and drinking. Ace and Spades. Ace. Go Ace Spades. Spades. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Ace. Yeah, Ace Spades. Which was that representing of the look, we come from nothing, but we. We also know how to how to enjoy life at a higher level, right? Like it, it's it, there's so many messages in there that I mean I, I have to go back there and just watch it like one scene, like like watch one true scene at a time, and not look at it as you know 
a musical long movie, but like what's happening here? How is it happening here? Because it's so many little innuendos that's that's there that you gotta catch. And it's and, it's, and like I said, infotainment. And it's 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 so funny, edutainment. Um, and it, and it's so funny because I'm watching BJ and BJ's like, man, y'all got all of that. That's cool. I'm still not going back to watch. That. <laughs> I'm, I'm still looking like I, I must have watched a totally different version. Of <laughs> Listen, when you came in the chat and was like, yeah, it was cool. I was like, okay, did we watch the same thing? Well, he also okay. said that he was he was a little tired. He was doing stuff all day long, so it was more of a background thing. He probably was psyched. Like I know I was watching, but also doing something else too. But I have to go back there now and just dedicate that time, just watch it. I mean, I'm willing to go back and uh, after this if, this, if this is what everybody pull out, I'm always willing to go back and and check. Not that I'm again gonna just flip flop, but I'm just like, if this is what you got, like I'm willing to go back and see what I missed, what I didn't hear. Maybe I was distracted because again there was some things going on in the house. But for the most part, again I'm just sitting there like, it's cool. I mean, a lot of things, a lot of movies, a lot of things, even even like Kate said, Watchmen, you go back now and you watch it for a second time, you're going to see things that you didn't see. You get out, you see many things you didn't see in the first time around. I understand it. So I mean, because like, there, were, there were a couple of things in the beginning when you talk about when you actually bring in, so the, the basket in the river, the um, and that, that came up at the beginning, then it came up again later on, probably about 30 minutes in, 40 mm -hmm. minutes in, um, and then saw how that was kind of the progression of almost like the lost child mm -hmm. kind of type thing, like the Moses in the basket. Um, mm -hmm. you, you're biblical on that piece, but again, I I, I saw good stuff. It wasn't there for me. <laughs> it didn't it didn't make me sit down and say I wanna I'm I'm that I'm like that engulfed in there. Like I'm sitting here just taking it all in. So I, I maybe I need to go back and do due diligence and, and paying more attention to the scenes individually and process. It, Here's what you do when you watch it the second time. Turn on the closed captions. I thought yes. they were. I thought it was a distraction. I don't typically like watching anything with closed captions because I like to see what's going on on the screen. Oh. However, uh, because we were watching it with uh, Don and Tev, and they like that closed caption stuff, gave it a try. It is still distracting, but um, you you get to see the words along with what's going on on the screen, so it kind of helps paint a picture better than you know just kind of seeing and you know sometimes people are dancing and the music's going so you can't really understand what they're saying so it kind of it, it'll give you a little bit more perspective on what you're looking okay. at and you know for this you don't have to be like you know a crazy Beyonce fan like I'm not a crazy Beyonce fan I think she makes she's a great entertainer she makes good music um, I've loved the transition that she's made from her Beyonce debut out—not her, her debut album—to when she came off the label with the Beyonce mm -hmm. album and every and the trajectory she's been on since then. I think it's just been amazing. Um, but again, with this situation, um, it's there's so many. I feel like there's so many messages that people can walk away with and the deeper meanings that Carol alluded to. That it's just really, really difficult. Like it, it, it's it's very difficult for me to hear you say you watched it and you just like it's cool. But again, it's that's that's how you feel. It's your opinion or whatever. But I think that you know there's a lot there, and I think your personality type, you know, if you can receive it or whatever, just take it in. Like you'll you'll take it in and, and run with it a lot. That's good. Yeah. That's all I got there, man. This is what happens when you bring, you know, the full-fledged kids on the 13th floor, man. I mean, we're going to do a kids podcast soon. I still want to do that. I never got to do that. 
It was supposed to be like hard. a year and a half ago. It's hard because you, you know you get them on. I'd ask Nia several times. Like it's gonna be a short one one at a time. <laughs> I get, I, trust me, I know how to do this. We're gonna bring them on one at a time. All right, I'm gonna let you lead that one, BJ. You got. Say, I got that one. Say sorry, man. We gotta hit you with the corner for, uh, real quick before we get to Carol and uh, closing us out. Yeah. So I think that. Um, hold on. Yeah. So I think it's important that we make sure. Uh, we look back at ourselves and our partners and Kay brought up earlier and I really wanted to make sure that, that was hit hard was that you got to be a support your partner when they're at their high, at their low, if they're not feeling well or if they're great, if they need time or anything. Um, you know, look in their faces is not just the words they say. You have to look at them and their energy and their actions and know you can be there to support them or you can be there or you can lean extra weight on them. Um, you have to know that balance. Without that balance, it all falls apart, and it's a super important um, factor. So be sure you share, you communicate, share your actions, but more importantly, take care of your other, whether mother, father, wife, sister, cousin, take care of the others, look at them, see what they need, because you never know where they stand, and just you being able to take over some small stuff can make their day go way better and their week better. So give, just keep giving. There it is. I'm going to jump in and just say, remember who you are, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, we started with that, and I'm going to definitely end with that. Remember who you are. And if you forgot, go check it out, Black is King. There's a, a lot of little little nuggets that will lead you on the right path to, to figuring out who you are. Uh, make sure you get this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, uh, the videos on YouTube. iHeartRadio like- now, baby. We moving up in the world. Big things, man. Big things. Thank the Mr. Unbearable over there. Yes, sir. Uh, Coach K, go ahead and take us home, brother. Yeah, so I think you did that on purpose. Um, we're dropping the the who who are you um, part in there because you, you wanted to see what you could do to me um, as far as closing this thing out. But, oh, you okay. Know, I just thought uh, Hey, shout out to uh, Jamie Prister. Uh, that's who hooked us up. Um, and got us to uh, iHeartRadio. So shout out to Jamie. Shout out to all our, our iHeartRadio uh, listeners and, and all our listeners. Um, you know, we value all of you, uh, especially those of you that leave comments, um, those of you that leave reviews. Please continue to do that. Uh, we want to start shout, shouting you all out and reading some of those um, reviews. As a matter of fact, uh, that's something we probably should start doing next week. So jot it down somewhere, gentlemen. Uh, but everybody knows the, the, who are you thing is that's, that's my wheelhouse. Um, you know, as the tuner, that's what I try to do. I try to tune out all the things that aren't you, um, that are projections from, from, from external. And really I, I want you all to, to do some homework this week. And it would be awesome if you could go to our IG, um, or to our Facebook and, and just leave a message, um, with your response. So I want you to take a moment and I want you to forget about what your job is. I want you to forget about uh, being a mother, being a father. Uh, I want you to forget about being a husband or a wife. And after you remove all that, forget about being a daughter or a son, forget about all that, move all of that off the equation. And what are you left with? Who are you at that point? Who would you say you are? What are you about if you remove those things? Too often we define ourselves 
by the roles that we pick up. And those roles are actually just the vessels in which we display who we are. So whether um, something might be your TV, something might be your radio, something might be your iPad, something might be your computer screen that you're just using to project yourself. If you remove all of those things, who are you without a projection? That is your homework. Would love to know who you are without all of those things to use. Shout out Barry B. Fresh. I didn't make the podcast this week, man. I heard you a little under the weather. So we want to make sure you uh, have a speedy recovery with whatever is ailing you. See you next week, hopefully, brother. Uh, but that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We're done here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best. But the views are amazing. There it is. My dog made it. <laughs> we appreciate you. Welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best. But the views, they are